And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast. I am half your host, Kyle. Sitting across from me, as always, is Stephen Cornfield. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. To keep with the theme that we've been doing the past few weeks, we had another guest on this week. Mm -hmm. It is none other than DJ Royalty here in Alaska, (laughs) Casey Bieber. Yeah, we've known Casey forever, and it's funny because... We didn't even talk about the podcast that we were going to do with Casey years and years Mm. and years ago. The ketchup. Yeah. And I even like created artwork and it was like this spilled ketchup bottle and then spelled the ketchup like actual C-A-T-C-H up. So it's kind of cool to actually have Casey on our podcast and we talk all about how he got started and where he is now and what he's looking forward to in the future. Yeah. So buckle up and let's get to the episode. I'm sitting here with Steven and our good friend Casey Bieber from 101.3 KGOT. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate uh, you having me. I think everybody in Alaska pretty much knows who you are. But for those yeah. those 12 people probably uh-huh. that don't, why don't you give us just kind of a quick rundown of what you do, who you are, mm-hmm. what you love. Yeah, our moms listen to this podcast. Oh, yeah. So hey, maybe moms. like visualize uh, like two moms and okay. just like tell them. Because they, mine lives in New York. Okay. So she doesn't listen to Alaskan radio. So tell, actually, she probably does know you because we did a vlog. And we'll yeah, get into we, that. We'll okay. get into that. But yeah, go, go yeah, for it. Yeah, uh, uh, everyone knows me as KCB. I've been in radio here in Alaska for 25 years, longer than I've been out of call, or out of high school. So I've been doing it since high school. Been doing everything from pushing buttons to promotion things, marketing, been on air from all the different shifts, but currently doing mornings on uh, 101.3 KGOT. And I also program and uh, do the afternoon show on Cash Country 107.5. So I've kind of spread the brand a little bit in the radio world here in Alaska. How is it? How is it going? I like it. It's, I think the country music crowd is so loyal. Yeah. And, you know, now that I'm a little older and it's kind of an older demographic and, you know, you're hanging out with, you know, guys and every time I hear, you know, say, oh, I, I work for KGOT, they're like, oh, I don't listen to that station. I listen to us to country. And so I'm now, I'm, now I'm talking to like, you know, the, you know, my guys and now it's all kind of my genre yeah. now too. It's a lot. I would imagine your job is a lot of listening. It's a lot of listening. Like a lot of listening to music. You have to know who's like top 10. Now you're doubling it up with going to country and now you got to know both worlds, pop and, and country. But they also share very similar formats yeah. of like listening ship wise because you just want to hear the top 10. You just want to hear the top 10. Yeah. For rock, it's so, you know, what is it? Is it punk rock? Is it hard yeah, rock? Is it true. metal? Is it, you know, but it's all yeah. rock. They yeah. classify it as, but now sure. like, you know, pop is very distinct where it's, the younger TikTok generation. Oh yeah. Now and then, uh, then like the countryside, it still has those loyal listeners that have listened from when they were in the nineties 
through now. Yeah. Do you notice that a lot of the top songs right now in pop are just TikTok songs? Is that the case? That Majority, yeah, yeah, for sure. Really? So, yeah, yeah, it is crazy. I turn on the radio, and usually I'm listening to podcasts or whatever, yeah. but I turn on the radio, and 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 honestly, we listen to 101.3 in the mornings for the, the trivia and all You're that stuff. You're just saying that because I swear here. to yeah. God, because <laughs> I've texted you oh, several, he's texted me the answer. several uh, times. Yeah, many like, times, many times. I uh, think I got this one nailed. Lots. You're wrong. <laughs> Jeez. But, yeah. uh, you know, the, a lot of the songs, I'm like, God, what? oh, this is what the rest of that sounds sounds well, like. Well, pop radio also comes from, like, you know, commercials. You hear right. them in commercials all the time or mm-hmm. the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. Uh, and even now, country's done that as well, you know, through even Little Nas X and... Uh, right. Crossovers. Uh, yeah, crossovers. Mm-hmm. And even with Shania Twain was a crossover back in the day. Oh, yeah. Now you're having Morgan Wallen and Kane Brown crossover to pop now. Because sure. Kane Brown's new album, he had a huge country album. Yeah. But now he's kind of mixing his pop and his hip-hop roots his southern hip hop roots with the country with country what and it's a whole new genre now i love that yeah that is Uh, interesting it's fun when you look at a lot of like albums throughout time like you you always see a lot of like especially rock they dabble like once in a while in kind of like country music or like a kind of a bluesy country like i think of metallica or somebody that does like like, aerosmith and run dmc and it's just like man it's just always and i've always been very and i hate to say it anti-country music like it just never rang mm-hmm. well with me yeah. but then like my wife will show me a couple songs i'm like oh, i can't deny that it's can't catchy deny yeah. It. Yeah. i can't right? deny you're it. tapping your feet and the kids yeah. are dancing to it right <laughs> that, that's the thing when i when i was in new york it was like all my friends and me were like no country we yeah. were like we, we like the heavy metal right that's what i grew up with but it was like no country and as soon as i moved up to alaska they're like like I was singled out. You don't like country? Yeah. And then I started having to listen to country because I was like, I don't want to be left out. Well, yeah. I've never been a, a big rock music fan. I, sure. Of course, Metallica, my favorite Metallica mm. is the Black Album. So, right. of course, you can probably tell what type of Metallica fan I am. Right, right. Um, but then it's it's crossing over to then the Blink-182s came out, right, yeah. when I was growing up. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, but the, all the underground punk stuff and the, I have no idea. Someone could say, yeah, you know, I got into a little bit of ska back in the day because oh. my roommate in college had, Super you know, tones. something. Yeah. But I couldn't uh. name you a song. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, yeah. okay, but it's best. I think rock is best live. Yeah, you can't, for it's sure. Hard, it's hard 100%. for me to listen to an, a rock album, like, front to back. Yeah. And, but... A when show. You do see it live. It, it's, it is it's a whole different. new animal. I think. I agree. One thing I was I was really impressed because we actually came on to your show like years ago and had a chat about. Oh, some we stuff. did. Oh yeah. wow! Oh, I forgot, memory, I, Steven. No, I was great I was memory. thinking when I came on separately, but I forgot. Bring yeah. it together. I don't have any. Yeah, yeah. I have very many yeah. either. So <laughs> yeah, but one thing that I was really impressed and it got me thinking about just being kind of a radio DJ and all that stuff is we were watching you kind of take field calls for like trivia and yeah. and edit answers that people were giving you and like hanging up and doing all this stuff kind of. And I was like, man, this is like kind of like a programming job. Like you got to like field stuff on the fly. And I know there's a slight delay, usually a couple, mm-hmm. I don't know how long it is, but we just have an HD delay just with uh, our signal. But gotcha. most I, it's, it's hard for me to take a caller live. Right. Because I, I want the best content. <laughs> like, yeah. like if you think about content now, right. 15, 30, 60 seconds, right? That's yeah. it. Where yeah. if you get on a phone call with someone, you can get, you know, chatting with them, but mm-hmm. then you take that little nugget, yeah, right, you know, right. take that two minute and make it a, just a 15. Cause that was the only good thing that you've talked about. And you could talk to, you know, I'm not a talk show. You right, know, right. it's just that 15 second ramp I have mm-hmm. to talk up Britney Spears, mm-hmm. you know, say something funny, go. And, you know, it's, 
then it's the full sure. the show keeps going. Yeah. yeah, I was just impressed because I was like, I don't think a lot of people understand what's actually going behind the scenes of of a show like that where, I mean, you kind of, I was just looking at your screen and, you know, you were kind of like finding some trivia stuff to ask. You had all the songs kind of in queue that you're going to play and just all the stuff. I was like, man, it's like, I, I kind of pictured radio guys like sleeping, like, during, oh, just kick you know, back, yeah. push like, the oh, yeah. I'm good for two hours here. <laughs> and, well, I think a lot of it happened back in the, especially like the album oriented, you know, stations back in the seventies and eighties, they throw on an album, just let it roll. Right. You know, on, on the record where I feel I have it very lucky with what we have now technology wise sure. compared to when I first started and when like even just before I started, because I started just as soon as the internet came along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had show prep, you know, I could go to, you know, whatever, you know, MSNBC at the time or MSN or your AOL account and you got the little headline news where the old guys they're on a ticker AP wire and they're highlighting and they're ripping magazine articles out. And, gotcha. Yeah. You know, but then also the digital aspect of it where you're not queuing up tapes. Remember the eight tracks yeah. and cutting tape oh, to yeah. edit now. Mm-hmm. Now it's all, you know, Adobe and you know, the yep. different programs that we have now where they were actually slicing film or the, the, yeah, the, t- the actual, the actual the tape, tape film, yeah. taping it. And that's how you edit commercials. Yeah. That's Ugh, crazy. Gross. One of the greatest stories in radio is when, uh, I met Cal Worthington. Oh, yeah. Remember, oh, go see Cal. Go see the big Cal. You know, yeah. he's a huge man, right? And he was in his 80s. And he was telling me how back in his radio days, because he'd been doing advertising for ever, forever, mm-hmm. right? And he would actually have a radio station's microphone and a little transmitter in his office. And they'd say, all right, at 12.02, you have a 60-second read. And they'd go basically a live 60-second cut oh, yeah. from his wow. dealership. And he had it on the radio station on his desk. Wow. So I was thinking, you know, he doesn't have to go in the studio, but he'd do every day. He'd do it at certain times. You don't have like, office. you can't like do takes. You nope. got one take. And, and he was so good. It, he would tell oh, you wow. all what's, you know, the Lincoln that he's selling or, you know, come on down and. Man, interesting. Yeah. I don't think I could do that today. Even today, we, me and Kyle, we were recording an intro for another podcast and I had to do it like, I had to enter <laughs> it like three times because I was like, I just couldn't get in my headspace. But, but um, maybe it's because you have that luxury of redoing everything that you don't have the pressure yeah maybe that is but i guess it's just like when you guys are up on stage yeah you know you have a microphone you have an audience you're just gonna pause this and start it over that's why i'm not just go you just mumble and go man i'm not allowed to have a microphone anymore uh i've said too many stupid things and Uh, usually i mean they were like you should you should say like you should (laughs) talk right because i'm like i'm more outgoing than most of the band but like usually uh I end up saying something <laughs> like, stupid that comes to my head, yeah. and I'm just like, "Say it!" Oh my you gosh, I, time. Sh- <laughs> I okay. should not have said that. So I just like I made a rule for myself, like no mics. Yeah. I just I'm gonna. Do I'm it. not allowed. To I've be said on a few them. stupid things before, that's, many times. That's what I was wondering about, especially just, live events. Sure, like what are some like moments you can think of like that, like that you really that that keep you up at night that you've said, oh, you know, we always have those memories yeah. where like, oh, oh, I yeah. would give yeah. anything to go back and change what I, I th- said. I think it was more, not necessarily on radio, sure. but I've done so many like gigs, uh, whether it's a, you know, hosting a concert or, you know, being up at the Alaska state fair or, right. you know, yeah. doing some big shows or even just like the little bar events where you just have to host a bikini contest mm, and you like yeah. say something you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really not like that, you know, but it was just like, you've had a few cocktails. Right, it's right. one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> a people are sick. contest? Oh, yeah. Oh, a wet t-shirt yeah. contest. Oh, man. I used to I guess host I'm... Platinum Jacks, the bar downtown oh. and club. Six years, every Saturday, I was the in 
host man. guy. I was the guy in the microphone. Happy Don't. birthday, Rebecca. Oh. That guy. Oh yeah. man, do not put a microphone in yeah. front of me Ever. in that setting. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, look at the. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Oh God. Canceled. Especially Canceled. like you know you'd be an intoxicator. You you know maybe smoked a joint you know before you got oh, out there, sure. and then all of a sudden you just stand up there and you're like. Hey, <laughs> next up, nipple. I mean, Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hosted a comedy show yeah. and I thought I was going to do a great time because it's just yeah. comedians. I, right. And I felt like I was totally out of my league because these mm. guys were yeah. vets. Right? Were so I'm trying to like, you know, bring him up with a quick little joke. And then, you know, I'd say one little quip. He'd introduce him, shake his hand. He grabbed the mic and then he just run rail into me like for five right. minutes yeah. about, you You're know, giving I'm like, the material. Oh, that's the worst. We, we've talked about this because oh, we've yeah. always had a, a great respect for like stand-up comics. Like we, hundred percent, we, we love. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love just turning on Netflix and watching like the newest stand-up bit, and I'm like, these guys are just so phenomenal. And then like I always challenge myself to be like, Kyle, you're on the spot. You got to think of like two jokes, and I go blank oh, every every time. every time. Everybody. Everyone always asks me, it's like, oh, because I tell jokes all the time and little dad jokes, sure. and they're like little things I've written down or yeah. just a little quip or whatever. Sure. And everyone like you know put you on the spot. I'm like, um, be why? funny. I'm like, oh, yeah. be funny Can't there, Casey. But that's it's the hard for me. Worst thing. I I do think you would be great at stand up comedy. You would be. I. I appreciate I'm gonna boost that, that ego really that. quick. I just want to say that before but, we move on. I think you'd be really good, so don't let that dream die. But anyways, <laughs> so back to radio. So I, I'm actually really curious. Before we move forward, how did you even get into radio? I wanted to be on ESPN. I wanted to be Sports Center. I want to go you booyah, do, dude. You, oh, have, you know, you or doing voice, like the home run it. call, like you know, for baseball yeah. games. That was I was gonna be the next. You know, Seattle Mariners radio guy. That was my. Oh, what was his name? Dave oh, Niehaus, Niehaus, Rick yes. Riz. Yeah. yeah, those guys were. My, I'm a Mar- oh my! And I'm a I'm a Mariners fan, so it's like you know, oh, it's yeah. like a you know that'd be an ultimate dream. I am also I, I'm not gonna say I'm an ex Mariners fan. I still am a Mariners follower, but the '95 to to 2000, 2001, right? Yeah. Perfect with Griffey. I mean, yeah. I always wear my hat backward. Like that it's is because of Griffey. him. Yeah, uh, one million percent. Yeah, but I watch that that VHS tape, my oh my, of their '95 season playoffs and just the it whole makes season. me cry. I've watched that. And I'm not being sarcastic. Probably well over 150 times. It was in oh, my I'll VH- go higher for me. I mean, okay, yeah. Like, I mean, it was in my VHS clip, player every night. But watching the clip, Edgar Martinez oh, right, hitting the right. double. You yep. know, yeah. Here comes yeah, here yeah, comes Corey. Griffey around around yeah. third. Sorry, we're geeking out yeah. on sports. <laughs> no, okay. Sports ball action That's here. Okay. But yes, I totally agree with you. But yeah, oh. it, it, I would always want to do uh, like baseball. I've always wanted to do. Sure. You know, I sat up in the in the booth during pilot games and buck games. Oh, you know, you catch foul cool. balls and bring them up there. Then you like sit in there and kind of like admire these guys. You know, here's the pitch in two and one. Yeah. It's just a bit outside. It's, I just yeah. love the cadence of baseball radio broadcast. Oh, I, I can't that. watch a baseball game, yeah. but I can listen to it on the radio. I can watch an inning. I can watch the eighth and ninth inning of a playoffs game. Yes. That's about but it. But I'll listen. I'll have it on the background yeah. or you have it on like, you know, I play golf and, you know, I'll have the, you know, the baseball game on the background sure. just to kind of, you know, yeah. as like almost like a Noise. podcast in a way. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the, the old timers telling stories and stuff. That was my my ultimate goal. But then yeah. I, I ultimately then got a uh, class at the King Career Center. 
the right. King Tech now, and it was a radio TV broadcasting stuff. And I was like, this is, this is awesome. 16. and Like a college it radio was a, kind of thing? Well, no, or? it was it was a high school class. It's uh, basically you would go there for uh, tech school. So if you wanted to do small engine repair, nursing, right, uh, okay. travel or whatever. The, you know, I think marketing. I went there for massage. Yeah, massage. massage school? Yeah, I went probably. there for a massage once. And so these <laughs> <laughs> high school kids yeah. doing it? What? I, don't, I think no. that's the wrong They're school. Like, you find us, send what? us your finest I think you went to Charter College. I think <laughs> yeah. that's where you Maybe that's what I'm thinking. What? High school kids were giving you a rub down. Yeah, he was on King Street what if I, looking for yeah. massages. You want like, to get a massage, right? Yeah. And they're like, uh, sure. Yeah. How much money you got? A hundred bucks. Sure, yeah. get in yeah. there. Hey, man, 20 bucks is 20 yeah, bucks, I, right? I got a certificate for you right here. <laughs> so I took that class, which led me to like a, yeah. a tour of a radio station. We toured one of the st- uh, stations in the South Side, and I was like, this is kind of cool. And I was like, yeah, and we're hiring to do this. And I immediately said, hell yeah, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll push the buttons for Seattle Mariners baseball. So I sat there for my 96 and 97, 98, you know, seasons and right. listened to those and the home run calls of like, you know, when uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa yeah. were having a home run battle. Oh, man, I do remember I mean, that. that was a cult phenomenon, Whew. man. Yeah, that was huge. Funny story about this, and it is sports, but it is also okay. music-related, which you guys will appreciate. So I'm a senior in high school. You know, I'm the radio kid, you know, going out. The morning show guys go, go out on the street, finally get tickets to go see Green Day. Mm. Do you remember when Green Day uh, came up here I in do. high school? Yeah. And so I'm like, yes, got four tickets. I'm going to give them to my buddies. We're going to, you know, go be 18-year-olds, you know, yeah. Sullivan Arena, rock on. Well, I was had to work the baseball game first, and it was supposed to end around six oh, or seven. No. And it went extra innings. It went 22 innings. Oh, my god! The longest baseball game in history was the day <laughs> I was supposed to hang out with the homies oh, at oh, Green Day. day. And so they go, they're telling me all about it. And this is the days of the first cell phone. So I'm getting like calls saying, we're having a good time. I'm like, it's in the 19th inning. I'm going to be there as soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Save my seat. Yeah. <laughs> so concert ends, game's over. And they meet at the showboat. Remember the showboat used oh, to be yeah. the peanut oh, farm? Yeah. You go there when yeah. you're 18, right? So we yeah. went in there and, you know, I'm soaking my sorrows in Coca-Cola and Dr. Pepper. Because that's yeah. the only thing you can drink there. <laughs> And in comes Green Day. Oh, no Swear to way. God, into this, you know, strip club, you know, for gentlemen's club for 18 and olders. Yeah. And they come walking in with a couple of the other, you know, crew guys. The drummer sits right next to me, starts stacking his little teepee of $1 bills right next to mine. And, <laughs> hey, how's it going, guys? How is That's so cool. So you got yeah. to, like, talk to him? I got to meet for a well, him for, like, yeah, a minute. And That's I, so I get, But I did get to, like see Green Day, but yeah. not in but the capacity. Yeah. So let's go back to like what you do and, and how you got there. Cause I'm, I'm kind of, I've always been fascinated by radio, right? Uh, my dad worked at a radio station way back when mm-hmm. now he, he wasn't involved in the radio station, but he, he was there. So I was always fascinated when we got to go in and we'd see the guys live and the morning show live. And so I was always fascinated with having my own radio show or all that stuff. And then when I got up here, I actually did work for 94-7. Yep. For one whole week. Oh, good for you. Did not get fired. Like I, I was going to say. Have, that I was have your got, second shortest job. Yeah, I was saying. <laughs> uh, it just, it, it wasn't working out because it was like, uh, back in the day I was working, I was working the, another morning show down in okay. San Francisco. So I was having to switch back and forth. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So that was my job like early like in morning, the morning. morning show producer. Yeah, sort of exactly. Yeah, 5 a.m. You know, and then record like, yeah. and your traffic today is yeah. light. You know, whatever. It's snowing. Exactly. Hi, 32. Record all those. Gotcha. 
And then, so yeah, I would get up at like four, four thirty. I think I was there by five and then I would work there till 10. Mm-hmm. And then from 10 to four, I was at another job. And then from like six to midnight, I was at Moose's Tooth. Okay. And so that was the whole hustling. And so, yeah, I was like, I can do this. I want to do radio. And like, they weren't paying me really anything. It was just kind of like, they wanted to see what I could do. But I was like, I want to do radio. And it didn't work out because I was like, after a week, I was like, dude, I can't. I'm sorry. Like, I got to keep the other two jobs because I'm not getting paid here. So I, I left. But like, what is it about radio that keeps you there, that you love about it, that really gets, I mean, besides like being inspired by sports announcers mm-hmm. and all that stuff, like what do you love about it? Like the early mornings? That's a whole new thing. I think the the biggest thing, especially for being here so long, is community, you know, mm-hmm. really having like a, 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 a kind of a finger on the pulse. Yeah. You know, what people are excited for coming up, you know, and you know, telling a funny joke or getting kind of a little emotional, you know, and I, I still think my greatest day in radio was in 2018 with that, when the earthquake happened, mm-hmm. you know, it was just one of those the, moments of, I remember listening to you during that day talking about, you know, Christmas ideas and, you know, yeah. upcoming of the holidays and this and that. And then all of a sudden it started shaking and you know, your moment of panic goes in. Okay. What do I do? Three stations are down in our own building, you know, then all of a sudden it's like, you know, call, make sure my wife's okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But you notice that, you know, lights are out. You're like, I need to get back on air. Cause I yeah. immediately went to the to car to see if what stations were on. Cause you know, we, we got kicked out of our building, we got kicked out of our studios in the diamond center because the ceiling tiles were falling. And so we, had, and then we're like, we have to go in there and we like, we are FCC obligated to be on air. And so security marched us up and we got back on air, potted down the music and just kind of open the mics and I open the phone no lines. I had no idea it was that serious. Yeah, it was, it was pretty big I, it, because we had so many phone calls asking what's going on. Yeah. We, you know, heard the Minnesota bridge was out. We're like, holy cow. But yeah. then, you know, pictures started coming and, you know, started getting mixed reports. But it was a, a day of broadcast, especially for in that time of that people really need radio where like if the lights go out, it's yeah. the only thing you do. You can yeah. get in your car and listen you have a battery powered radio, you know, your cell phone's not working. You can't listen to stream because if the stream machine's out, then you're gone. But terrestrial radio, that's why I think it will never die. Like we're, I think newspapers, you're seeing those come mm-hmm. out. You're seeing, you know, magazines kind of fall off a little bit, but radio is thriving even now with all the technology and the way people get their music and their podcasts, because now we are a media brand. They see the value of people either listening to information or stories or, you know, just talking with community like this right here where, you know, you have three guys who three different backgrounds come together and people listen because they're interested in who we are, the personality, the guy, you know, the people behind the mic. So, I mean, they do, they listen to you. Well, I mean, mean, my mom does. Here's the thing. Thanks moms. (laughs) Here's one thing is that, you know, I'm inspired by you guys, like the video aspect of it you know, watching your videos and your vlogs when you did that, those yeah, for a year, yeah. I would be one of the first to watch it just because yeah, it was fascinating. Supporter. It was, you know, but it was a way, especially then when you were doing it, it was something new that people were starting to do. Yeah. Right. The vlogging thing. Remember the guy who skipped the rock across the frozen pond that blew up, but you find out he's here. Then you start watching his vlogs and you kind of get you kind of get inspired, like I could do that. You everyone wants that. to be a yeah. a vlogger, you know. I do yeah. little you know snippets for uh, 
different companies that we work for. Like I did stuff for, you know, little endorsement videos for social yeah. media, but the way you guys do it and the creativity and how your mind is working, like always like as a movie, I guess, and seeing the beginning, middle and end. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I'm, oh, I appreciate I'm always, that. Well, that Thank is you, sweet. Um, yeah. Do you oh, have, do you ever get people uh, recognizing your voice I out was, in public? I I, I was always all the time because you yeah. have such a distinct voice. Yeah, and like I remember being with uh, uh, or no Bob Bob, Bob yeah. Lester, and like he has such a distinct voice, and they're like, "Oh, I know who you are." Yeah, yeah. as soon like, as you say something, like if you raise your voice at the grocery store, people are like, "Is that KZB?" Bob yeah. Bob would probably you know he's a mentor of mine, but. He's probably the most recognizable radio guy. Him or Marcus in the morning. Marcus. He's still, yeah. he's been out of radio for 10 years, but he is still so recognizable. And everyone knows him as Marcus in the morning because he did radio in here for 40 years. Yeah. I know. When you I know, hear him on the golf course, I'm always like, he's Marcus. But Marcus, <laughs> I mean, even Marcus was one of my heroes growing up listening to radio because he would do, he was like the first like wacky guy mm-hmm. like up here where he floated, you know, and, and hung in a little island in Westchester Lagoon. He stayed there for three days looking for the Loch Ness Monster. What? Like old school radio stunts. What? Like where they lift him up in a crane above like Benson where they had like a bed up there and he slept up there for whatever. Oh, dude. Like old David school. David Blaine? He, say he did that before David Blaine. Yeah. No. He, Freeze I, me. <laughs> yeah. You know, he had all the horns. Watching him work a studio going back in time yeah. and watching that guy because yeah. he's not hitting sound effect buttons. He has a horn and a bell and yeah. a slide uh, whistle. I mean. It's like those big pianos. Like, oh. doom, 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 you know, they're doing everything. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I mean, there's sound a guy effects. who's an old school radio guy, but uh, like you said, you hear him across the way. You know yeah. exactly. He's always marshalling out at Moose Run. And, you know, if I'm out there with Zach or somebody, I always hear, hey, I'm like, oh, there, that's there's Marcus. Marcus. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Interesting. No, but people recognize my voice all the time, especially like at grocery stores. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I, I mean, I make it a point to like talk to those to people who are like scanning my groceries just because they so like their face is all, you know, Down. sad. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I'm like, Hey, how's it going? Just to pep up their day a little bit, you know, because like, I know it's kind of a thankless job. But and then their eyes just light, light up. up. And they're like, oh, you're KCB? <sighs> hey. And it gets weird. You're welcome. <laughs> can, I, can I have your autograph? Yeah. You're like, oh, I guess. Yeah, I guess Give me a dollar so. bill. And I'll, yeah. You know, yeah. And then you get the, you know, the people, especially like your friends, you know, hey, do your radio voice. You know, I'm like, okay, I'll do my radio voice. Right. This <laughs> is my radio <laughs> voice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you get to do like, I get to do commercial all the time. So of course they want like big announcer voice yeah, guy, right. you know, deeper, higher. We you know we want a kid. We want a teenager. Lower and, baby. That, yeah. Okay. So that is always something I've been curious about too, because like the guys on the radio, like, especially you, you do have a range. Oh. How, I mean, like, I don't even know. I wouldn't even know the first thing. You just start smoking a lot of cigarettes to get that low register. Like, how do well, you I don't have smoke such, cigarettes, but. I, no, I'm just yeah. saying, like. I think it has to do with uh, the love and the radio station, like, black bean water that we always have. Because there's never creamer. It's just straight black, black coffee. coffee. <laughs> so that helps a lot. Um, but that I think. to the gravel. The talking, you know, for so long. I think this is like singing, you know, kind of get that voice. You know, we'll talk about, you know, gravelly voice. Go talk to Crash. I mean, he's a guy who smoked, you know, cigarettes and, you know, yeah. drank whiskey. And that's how it was formed. But I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, my theater background and, you know, kind of really the performance uh, on stage. And, you know, now I can, instead of, you know, I flamboyant and be up, you know, big for the back of the room where I can really like focus on, you know, your big movie trailer voice, you yeah. know, and stuff like that and, and change it up. I should like hire Optimus, you some voiceover Optimus Prime. 
Yeah. <laughs> Optimus Prime. I yeah. should hire you to do some voiceover work. I'm always like hiring voiceover actors. Anytime, online. man. I'll do it. Dang. Okay. Well, that, yeah. I never, that never even occurred to me. I'm yeah. going to do that. I mean, I'm on a bunch of commercials and I still hear them running all the time. Like, I think Alaska Mill and Feed owns, owns some of my stuff that no they way. use every holiday season or whatever. And yeah. Give us a little, boy Max. Give us a, can you give us a Go Fix Yourself commercial right now? Just say like, Go Fix Yourself hosted by Kyle and Stevens. It's like me telling you a joke. I thought, uh, yeah. You, know, I thought, you put yeah. them on yeah, the yeah, spot. I guess I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't even give them coffee. <laughs> I, I, I gave them beer. Yeah, yeah. I gave you that's beer. better. That's, that's pretty good. That's, that's better than coffee. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you something because I was thinking about this as, so Steven and I are, are similar in a lot of ways, but we're very different right now, I would say in life, right? You know, mm-hmm. he's newly married. I've been married six years this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And you are a, a family man, a, I would say a hard worker, entrepreneur, even in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Like, how do you feel like you balance all of that? And do you feel like you do a good job of it or... Do you feel like you're lacking in in some of those areas? I think when I transitioned into morning radio, which was about seven years ago, right. which is right about the time I met my current my my wife, um, uh, and then we started thinking about a family, and it's like, okay, I'm almost forty. I've been in the game for twenty years now. You know, what's my next step? Mm-hmm. And then of course, I think morning radio kind of helped out because it kind of set my schedule where, you know, the afternoons I can go play golf. I can go, mm-hmm. you sure. know take a nap if I want to and still be able to do evening things, you know, whether it's, you know, announcing, you know, UA hockey, you know, which I've been doing for a few years now or um, doing an event at, you know, one of the concerts or something like that. So I could balance my day like that where, and then also now that I have kids, it's become family first, you know, where my wife's at a good spot with her career and I'm basically, you know, dad mode. So Mm -hmm. as soon as I'm, off the air, I'm picking up kids every day from school. You know, I got to pick up the, you know, the high schooler after and take her to football practice, then go with the little ones, get home, cook dinner, you know? So I've embraced, I think the fatherhood role, because I think that's really what I'm good at. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm okay at radio. I'm very comfortable in radio, but I enjoy the aspect of being a dad more, yeah. than, more than anything. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like- fun. I I agree. And I'm discovering that more and more. Like, uh, you know, I have a a blended family now and and I have a two year old Mm -hmm. or two and a half year old and then a 13 year old. So it's very, very different dynamics. And you're kind of in that same Same boat. boat. Right. Um, And it's uh, the more the two and a half year old, the 13, you know, he's in a funky age right now. It's a weird age for sure. But the two and a half year old, I'm like, better stay this small. Like, you know, you really don't want to miss days at that that age group because it's like. Once they turn five or whatever, and then it's kindergarten, and blah, 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 and it flies by. And I know you just let had me, a let kindergarten. Me, yeah, let me tell you, you want them to be able to wipe their ass. Okay. Well, yeah, 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 for <laughs> it's sure. that moment of when my son comes out there, and he's like, and he comes out, I'm like, hey, you're in there for a long time, buddy. He's like, yep. And I'm like, you do everything? He's like, yep. I'm like, my man. Yeah. I can't it. flush the toilet. <laughs> oh. oh. Then it's like, you know, the water level's at the very tip. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you got to yeah. teach that. But yeah. it was Little that, wins. But Little it was wins. the proud dad moment yeah. of, my boy just wiped his own ass. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Then I come out, you know, just before I came here, I get my little one. She's, you know, about to turn four. And he's like, dad, we poop. And then I was like, okay. And she's like, I need help wipe my butt. But it's now smeared on the toilet seat. Right. And there's a little chunk on the floor. I'm like, what are you supposed to do? What go is going on? She tried, though. It really it does. Like, but. It does 
not only humble you, but it like blunts you to grossness having kids like the things you've seen and touched and smelled. Yeah. Like you just become, I was well, going to say that is like one of the, like you saying that describing that experience you had earlier before you got here, yeah. like makes me be like, I could wait another few years. Yeah. yeah but it, it puts in more perspective of how much of a saint my mom is. Oh, sure. Yeah. Cause grandma mode, oh, it's a whole nother level. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, I, it's fun watching it, my mom become a grandma. It is. It, it's very special. Um, because my mom was just kind of set that sail that she was never going to be a grandma. My sister doesn't have kids. And then, then this came along and Carol. And so at five 30 today, I'm making dinner, like trying to do everything before Molly gets home and I hear the door open and then Caroline's grandma. And I'm like, what is, Oh, yeah. what's that? And she's just like, I haven't seen her in a couple of days. I knew you were going to be cooking dinner. So I felt like I could watch her for a little bit. And I'm like that is so awesome. sweet. Thanks, and, uh, then she starts cooking, you know, kicking yeah. out of the kitchen and making, yeah. no, you're doing do it you wrong. Do you even know how to do anything, Kyle? <laughs> you stupid <laughs> idiot. He kicks you out. I love you, mom. Yeah. That's too much salt, dear. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes good. Get in here. You yeah. do it. Well, yeah. The, yeah. The reason I ask all that is because like I'm going through that right now and I assume Steven will, will potentially be going through that in the mm-hmm. next few years. And we both before kids, I think had this mentality of, you know, you're just going to be working hard your whole life and nothing's going to change that. Yeah. And then once you like kind of see a little person that kind of depends on you, it, it does change most people. I won't say it changes everybody, and but I think, you know, going looking back at like, you know, my early years in radio, I mean, I was hustling. I wasn't making a lot of money. I was, you know, the low guy on the totem pole. So I was trying to do anything and everything to not only impress, you know, my bosses and kind of show my worth, mm-hmm. you know, because it is almost like a like a team, like where you're joining something where you right. want to beat out a guy, you know, and then, you know, because you're competing, I guess, for ratings and, you know, you see your, you know, competition across. I can beat, I can do that. I can do better. You know, I can do better than that. And I'm lucky enough to have been with the same company for you know, over 20 years. So it's a, it's nice to kind of have the loyalty and they know that, you know, I have their back and they have my back in a way. So it's not like I have to go shopping my show around or doing something that is wrong. And they're kind of questioning Mm -hmm. who, you know, who I am because the product that I give out is, you know, usually pretty positive and I'm not controversial. I don't, you know, say stupid things or, you know, I'm not at the bars picking up girls and, you know, doing that. I'm very, you know, no, I one girl. <laughs> sort of one thing. girl man. Yeah. And I think it's just uh and then when I was younger, I'd be, you know, radio, then I'd be DJing at clubs, and then I'd be hosting this show, and then I'd, you know, work uh on ice stuff for the aces, and then you know, you just kind of pick up these odd end jobs. The grind. In yeah, and you'd mm-hmm. we work in, you know, I'd be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'd be DJing at clubs, like from ten to two AM. You right. know, at Club Elixir or, you know, oh, some man. of those, the Carousel. Elixir. Oh, man, the Kodiak. And oh, my goodness. Mad Myrna's to Platinum Jack's to the Pioneer oh. Bar. I mean, it was just, I mean, you get on that grind. But not only that, now all your friends who you've been hanging out with, they want to stay up till 4 o'clock. Right. But I got to get up at 9 Ooh. to get to my job by 10, you know, so that, yeah. I mean, I did that for years. And I think, you know, drugs and alcohol, you know, were part of that. And then all of a sudden you kind of stop doing those kind of things. Sure. You grow up, but then also you're growing in the company and you're like, okay, well now I'm doing afternoons. Now it's like, okay, well, you know, I can do whatever I want in the morning, you know, sleep yeah. in and I can do the DJ stuff. So now I'm only down to two jobs, you know, the afternoon radio and DJing. And then, you know, you bump into mornings and it's just like, okay, now I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Sure. So, 
Did you ever uh, get to do any gigs in the Fourth Avenue Theater? <laughs> Never had to do any gigs, but I did get married there. No way. Really? really? Oh, I think we were at one of the last events. It was like in November. I think they closed in January of, oh, of 2003. Wow. And that was one of the la- last events was my first marriage. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool, man. Yeah. I've never, I was never in there. I never I got know. to see it. I, all the pictures I freaking see, I'm, I kick myself for any, yeah. any yeah. opportunity I had to go there that I did not. It, it, it's an, it was an absolute beautiful building when we were there, right. but yeah. you could definitely feel that there were spirits there. And I know you guys are kind of like a haunted we love. It those. is eerie. Like you walk in, you kind of feel that, something's Cold here. Air. There's a little Not girl the, under the stage. There's also in the uh, rafters, oh, the, in, in the second level in the balcony, there was someone who would, who would pace. It was almost like an usher. You oh, know? man. Yeah, there's I'm a, saying I'll punch both that, of them. Well, we, were just, <laughs> we, have, no uh, doubt. we have our uh, our Halloween video yeah. we're planning on, right? We're in the planning stages and we're coming out with that in October. But uh, we were like, man, it would have been so cool <sighs> to like get access to yeah. go film in there just for one day. One day. Like that's all we would need. Like we'll wear masks, like whatever we need to do to like figure out how to be safe in there. But like, man. How's the asbestos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, I don't, you know. How many hours do it? Because it's long. Uh, we have learned because I had the asbestos problem in my house. They said like, oh, how long exposure? Well, you got to like, you know, breathe it in for like years to actually become effective. I'm like, yeah. perfect. So you guys, you know, spend an hour or two in there. I don't think be fine. That's what I'm saying. I, I, yeah, man. Just passing that and then seeing them rip down Ugh, the sign and then so like sad like they, the doors were like ripped off which i've i have never for for people who aren't in alaska we have this beautiful well we used to have this beautiful theater right downtown and survived like, the 64 earthquake yep yeah and survived the 2018 earthquake yeah. and uh it's just neon lights but it's just it has asbestos. It's been run down. The roof and was needed to be yep. repaired. It's just yeah. bad. Bad. Anyways, they just are, and they're still in the process of tearing it down. Did you the, see that picture from speak. like nineteen? Uh, I want to say it was the back in the fifties or sixties, yeah. and it was like the cars lined up and the lines out yeah. front. The light yeah. was on. How are the cars look, beautiful? Like yeah. oh my god, fifties, sixties. Where those you know, things go? Yeah. And it, was they like, go? it was like literally looking at like a. L.A. theater yeah. from yep. the fifties, yeah. and I was yeah. like, "This is an ink. That's right, like the I've Fox Theater yeah. or something like that." Yeah, in Detroit. And I'm like, yeah. "There's, li- I've pissed in front of that place probably <laughs> yeah. thirty times in my <laughs> you and every yeah, every other person, person going yeah. between the Pioneer yeah. Bar yeah. and, yeah. The, and yeah. the Avenue." <laughs> and I just like, man, I just wish I would have been able to get in there. I know, and that would have been too. a great place to shoot a movie. Yeah. yeah. No, Anchorage is pretty like phenomenal <clears throat> history wise because when you start reading like even that article not too long ago about the underground like uh tunnels that there are that under the building that has the bear out front the uh um, okay one of the uh, fourth avenue gift fourth store, the gift yep. store right yep. there so like, gifts. yeah if you go down there there's actually like a tunnel that leads you to another to and i think they're all connected somehow hmm. and there was this huge article about the underground but it was. It also looked like there were maybe some negative connotations of what that was used for trafficking or something. Oh, probably. Back oh. I mean, it was but shady. It was r- run like everything. Anchorage is shady, especially dealing a lot with uh, for rendezvous uh, the past couple of years and learning the history of Anchorage. And you know, it was the wild, wild west back 100%. in the day. And you know, the only, if you look at even above of, of the map of Anchorage, everything's you know very grid, right? Everything's right. very section, uh-huh. even still section ser- uh, segregated too uh, back then. But the only road that winds that goes through is Spinard. Oh, okay, yeah. It was the 
it was the trail to like the red light district to Spinard Lake where the, like the lakefront Anchorage hotel is. There used to be a bar there, you know, that was owned by a guy named Spinard and he built a bar out there and that's where you go get your hookers and your whatever. But it was the uh, horse trail and it was the only trail that winded back. And finally they've, you know, over the years have, you know, dug it out yeah. and graded it. But it's the only, basically the only uh, main road in Anchorage that, you know, goes, you know, north, south, east, west and, you know, everything. Through Anchorage. Oh man, that's interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of taken for granted like Anchorage history because yeah. then you like go down to the Anchorage Motel and they're like, oh, this is like where the sheriff was shot back in the, you know, and that his ghost still walks. Around. He's part of the the ghost yeah. tour, and I'm just like, god dang, I I got to get more familiar with all yeah. this stuff because yeah. I'm gonna find me a ghost. Well, even history here, I was telling you guys when I showed up, this is like the building that we're broadcasting or producing yeah. this. Day. This is my dad's old office. Right. Like I literally was a toddler running around the halls here. That's where I learned how to putt was downstairs on, on the ground with my dad's putter. Man, you got and history in this. Yeah, halls. like serious stuff. Like I oh, saw wow. my first naked lady, you know, because it was a picture in the warehouse, you know, of the old, because it was. <laughs> I was going to say, It whoa. used to be an old, it used to be like a, a, a oil field company. Yeah. Right, right. So they had like rough a necks. warehouse, roughnecks. Yeah. And they had, you know, posters, you know, penthouse, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, Five years old, going, <laughs> yeah. you know, and my brother would hang me from the little lifts, and he would, you know, put me twenty feet in the air, and yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's the eighties, guys. Yeah, there was <laughs> yeah. the ocean. Yeah. Did yeah. Not care. My dad picked me up his Oldsmobile while drinking a Miller Light from baseball practice. Come on now, did we wear seatbelts? Nah, nah, we rode in the back, facing the other direction. Remember yeah. those Volvos? Oh my yeah. gosh, I do yeah. remember that was that our, one. Yeah, times yeah. were different. But uh, anchored let, is amazing. Let's talk about Ferrandi though, because yeah. you. Have been like the what was what was the Lord Trapper, Lord Trapper, Lord Trapper, yeah. the Trap now, Lord, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Uh, so Ferrandi, tell people what Ferrandi is, and then kind of like what your role because it's kind of fascinating what you yeah, were doing. Ferrandi, it's been um, eighty six years in Anchorage. It was kind of when the fur traders would come back and they'd want you know from you know out in the bush and they'd come here to you know. Uh, either collect their debts and, you know, pass out furs and, and that sort of thing, make money. And they want, they had all these people here. They wanted to have like an event. They had, you know, challenges of, I want to box you. And so they decided to have a boxing, uh, you know, event. And then they said they started growing into like now um, basketball and hockey, poker. And, you know, poker was poker huge. Yeah. And, and so back in the day, so they decided to come up with this festival. Now it's become the largest uh, North American winter festival um, around. So oh, wow. it's grown and people come from all over the world to come to it. Not only the, that, but the world, uh, championship sled dog races, mm -hmm, yep. uh, are here, the sprint races, uh, right downtown. And then that leads up to, it's not even a part of it, but it just kind of falls within that same weekend is the, uh, start of the idea rod. So right. a lot of people in town for that and kind of getting the festivities where there's melodramas and, you know, the, pancake feeds and like the old school kind of events and the carnivals and the caribou the caribou races that reindeer reindeer the, the reindeer yeah the running of the reindeer yes yes now i've done it but done that's it. you know that started 10 15 years ago yeah Outhouse but races. you know how the yep. but good to radio and good to bob lester he's the one who kind of started the rain uh, running of the reindeer really came up with the idea because he's like we need to do something we need the, to with the radio station yeah you know part of it and then he kind of came up with that idea and he talked to the reindeer farm and Hobo Jim, and all of a sudden, psh, the rest is history. Now it's one of the wow. biggest events during Ferrandi. Yeah, I had no idea he was like. Yeah, and I came up, you know, when we were doing it, and I came up with an event for that uh, Rondi Dash, 
where like, you know, we had a little scavenger hunt and you, you know, race around and hit all these Ferrandi checkpoints and then, you know, do it in 90 minutes or then you'd be entered to win like some prize or whatever. But that was a big turnout. But Dang. yeah, it's, it's kind of like the community, you know, where you have to be at some sort of event yeah. at Ferrandi. So right? w- what was Lord Trapper? What were your duties? <laughs> um, It's kind of like, I don't know, the distinguished, it's like the prom king, I guess, in a yeah. way where uh, it's just a... a they don't want to say noble person in Anchorage, but it's voted on within the committee and the board of someone who kind of represents not only Anchorage, but, you know, the essence and the feeling of Rondi. And so we're just like the spokesperson. Cool. We, you know, I don't mind speaking in front of people. Most Lord Trappers and Lady Trappers like to get up in front of people and talk. Usually, you know, someone in, you know, in the business world or perhaps, you know, another, you know, Jackie Purcell was Lady Trapper one mm-hmm. year because she's mm-hmm. so recognizable as the, uh, the weather person here in Anchorage. So yeah, there's a, it's a long tradition, 86 years and I'm pretty proud to be a part of it. Yeah. That's crazy. 86 years is nothing to, uh, look at it. Yeah. I mean, that's almost a century. And I mean, and it was going like, to be a huge one. It in was like years. tent city. Like right, that's right. when like, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the farthest road was the park strip and that right. was the fire barrier, you know, that was of the city. So hmm. God, yeah, and I mean, you think about how miserable Anchorage can be during the winter time with the cold and stuff, and then yeah. think yeah. about eighty years yeah. ago. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. No, now, now no, we have now we have Auto Start, right? Right, right. Auto Start, yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> we are generally big content consumers in general, yeah. Um, and so we usually like to ask the guests, kind of like, what's some of their like, what's a show that they absolutely are loving right now, or maybe your favorite show ever, movies, anything that you like think. That's Casey Bieber that I've consumed and I loved it. And I tell everybody about it. Um, currently, uh, the house of the dragon, uh, mm. just, I, yeah. I love game. I of was Thrones. just watching that before it came awesome. over. I started. Don't no spoilers, nope. please. I won't. I, I it's won't got be. dragons. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Dang, I Kyle. Lots of lots. dragons, yeah. titties right. and dragons. Okay. Oh, titties oh and dragons. I have something to look forward to when I get home. Um, uh, I, I, Really got into like <laughs> the wire breaking sure. bad, you know, oh, kind of yeah. like, the, yeah. I guess I, I've always wanted to, I guess I've always wanted to be in the life of crime, but not, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm too weak. I could that, never be on the Sopranos, dude, right, right. you know, I could yes. never like, but yeah. I'm fascinated with like the dark underworld mafia. Yeah. yeah. Any, like, you know, the Donnie Brasco's yeah. the, you know, movies or to, you know, the, those kind of things. I love it. Like the undercover cop sort of stuff. Um, Dateline NBC. I can't miss an episode. I have to watch, you know, the guy, this is about murder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here's so, a boy. It was fall. Yeah. True crime podcast listener. Uh, I, I only on road trips with my wife, like in the yeah. camper. Uh, seems like she would be into that, huh? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you know, the, uh, Jeremy Weddleton case in, uh, Minnesota, which kind of sparked the whole, um, the registry for sex offenders. Yep. Like his mom was one of the ones who kind of started. Now she regrets even doing it uh, because of the fact that, you know, that sex offenders are the only ones that have to be registered. Murderers don't have to, right. You know, rapists don't have oh, to, yeah, but the only ones who have to like register and, you know, be marked by a flag. I mean, there's even a registry of who's in your neighborhood. Who's, yep. yep. Oh, I've I, seen it. And I've it's looked, and it goes not only to like people have actually done stuff with kids, but maybe even just like sending a photo to someone who is underage or perhaps, you know, nowadays, especially with kids. And I warn my daughter this all the time. Don't send any nudes. Or if someone sends you something, delete it immediately. Yeah. Yeah. You know, tell me, tell, you know, whatever. And then go into the deleted folder and delete forever. Well, and the, and the fact is like, 
know, once you share that with someone, that's child, you know, pornography, pornography distribution, yeah. and you're like 15. Yeah, oh, you man, know, that's crazy. And it's on your record forever. Not it doesn't leave your record at 18. No, it's on forever. That's a oh. that's a big thing. I think kids don't don't know, understand, but or, yeah, don't understand. Yeah. Well, and I don't think it's talked about because it's such a you know you don't want to acknowledge that that's mm-hmm. happening. Well, we're also the first generation technically to like have cell phones at like a semi early age. Mm-hmm. And then so now this generation that's coming up, they're experiencing new things for the first time that we never, never had of. I'm just never like, I'm had an issue with, especially with the new apps, like whether it's Snapchat, you know, I'm not on Snapchat. I don't get Snapchat, but finding out like what is on there, I can look on my daughter's phone. And if she has Snapchat, I can see where all her friends are on a map. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Literally. Like, yep. I mean, all their kids have their location services on yeah. and it's like, Oh, I'm here. And you, Okay, well, you're at your house by yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's easy for predators to get on those and just start. God, Did you hear that? Yeah. The, mind of, the, uh, the, the mind, mind of a dad. The mind of a dad. Trust me. It, oh, it starts kicking bad. in. And now, you know, she's a freshman in high school. She's 14. She's developed into a very beautiful young woman. Now it's, you know, I it's not like the protective mode. I just know that she's getting interested in boys. Yeah. She wants to go skip class and go to McDonald's for, a you know, a fry and whatever. And I get it. I was 14. I did really yeah. stupid. If I, if she did any of the things that, you know, right, right. She'd it's, be grounded for life. You look at, you look at yourself <laughs> and, yeah. and you're like, I don't want them to do what I did. Yeah. Essentially. But, but, it's, but also it's, you know, is Heart she going to drink? Yes. You know, I'd rather her go get her pot from me, you know, <laughs> than try to, you know, go to, go, fr- to, go to Fred Meyer, sketchy. you know, in the parking sketchy, lot with yeah. her yeah. friend's boyfriend, you know, it's yeah. like, no, if you, okay. Let's have the talk. Let's go out to the backyard. I'll show you how to do it. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it's Especially parent- now with fentanyl. Yeah. Parent- oh, yeah. Parenting is, scary. is different now for sure. I mean, there's a whole different model for that stuff. But I, what I was going to say about that location services, did you read about that story about the, uh, he was like a lawyer attorney for some big drug dealer or did some prosecution, whatever it was. He goes on a honeymoon with his wife and she posts a picture to Instagram saying like, Hey, we're out here on the beach boat comes up or jet ski assassin is on there shoots both of them in the head found out through instagram and he was hired by whoever he put in jail wow. and i was like jesus christ like yeah. <laughs> location services like i don't want exes coming at me i no, don't no, want no. anybody <laughs> knowing where i am you're afraid of getting hit dude yeah yeah, yeah that got, ca- the, the mafia coming after uh, kyle I, i've done something probably at some point or another <laughs> yeah, you know everybody's done some car uh, warranty they're gonna be hunting you down that way now yeah <laughs> oh god you have time to talk about your warranty mm, yeah, yeah. yeah how uh, did you find me instagram <laughs> yeah. snapchat yeah oh you man dummy <laughs> well i think that we kind of covered a little bit of everything about yeah. casey bieber yeah. i want to thank you for coming on the podcast as there i i mean i like to see if people have any kind of like words of wisdom or advice they've gotten throughout their life that maybe they want to share with the people or maybe just something that you shouldn't do um i just I just want people to explore whatever they're passionate about. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you, you talked about, you know, stand up comedy, you know, getting up there. That's like one of my bucket list things. Like, but I'm, I think that's the one thing I'm intimidated All three of us need to do it now. I'm like intimidated to do it. Like right. you yeah. come up with it yeah. and be original. And, you know, in the days of like, you know, content and originality, it's finding your niche. It's, you're never going to be David Dobrik. You're never going to be, you know, yeah. Casey Neistat. You're, it's like, those are like, once in a lifetime, 
you know, it's like a Michael Jordan of, you yeah. know, those yeah. kind of things where, you know, you find your groove, you find what you're passionate about, you know, not just, you know, podcast or anything else or content creating, but just, you know, if you want to be a dad, if you want to be a mom, it's like, you have to go all in. You have yeah. to be willing to mm. know yourself, you know, and be true to yourself and kind of just be humble in a way, but, you know, kind of give back in some sort of way, whether it's, you know, to your community, uh, to, you know, employees underneath you or, you know, even above you, what you can give to them to either expand their brand or their company or, you know, kind of making your step in the world, you mm-hmm. know, and what mm-hmm. you want to do. It's okay for change too. If you just want to completely, you know, well, I'm sick of this, take the leap. Yeah. You know, you never know. For sure. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. That's what I think everybody should live their life yeah. by right there. Well, thank you for coming in. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Cheers. It's a final drink right there. Uh, I'm on E, but we're I have a good. Little sip. Yeah. Hey, a guys. little sippy sip. Just go fix yourself. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> well, that was a great interview with Casey Bieber, man. Yeah, it's just fun to talk to somebody that's been on the radio for as long as he has, find out how he balances family, find out some stories about Anchorage from back in the day. I mean, yeah. the guy's done it all. He's yeah. done it all. You know, it was really cool, too, when he first showed up. Uh, we barely even talked about this on the podcast, but when he showed up to the building that we record at, which is the boardroom in near downtown Anchorage, he was like... I grew up in this building. My dad worked here. I learned how to putt here. And so we're walking through all the the spaces, the hallways. And he's like, right here, we would have like a little putt thing. And so that was really cool. So it was fun catching up with him and hearing about Anchorage and hearing about his life. And so thank you for tuning in to this episode. Um, now, there's two things we want to talk about before we let you go. One We have another guest next week, which we're very excited about, Um, and it is none other than Brock Lindo from K-Whale and 36 Crazy Fists. Yeah, it was great to sit down with a legendary rock star in Alaska and talk music, talk tour, all sorts of stuff that you guys will see next week. But the other thing that we want you to do is to go find our Instagram at Podcast. Give us a follow. We're starting to be super active over there. Steven's posting a lot of stuff that's interactive for everybody. And we've been having some great conversations uh, in the messages with people that listen to a podcast that we do. And we get to chat and get to meet some new people. So we just had our first run of Go Fix Yourself t-shirts made, which we're very excited about, which will be up on our website, gofixyourselfpodcast.com very soon. But before we did that, we decided to open it up and do a little giveaway. And so there are winners there. And so we will be doing more giveaways here soon so follow us on instagram and don't forget to check out the next episode next week all right we'll see you then bye thanks for tuning in kyle and steven will be back with a new episode next week in the meantime check out gofixyourselfpodcast.com and remember to always go fix yourself